When you have errands to run, do you like to run all over town or do you try and make as few stops as possible? It's nice when you can get everything in one place, isn't it? The same is true for retirement planning. You shouldn't have to go one place for tax planning, another for estate planning, and another for retirement income planning. That's why Pinnacle Retirement Advisors was started. Gary and Don Crawford wanted to build a company that could help families with all aspects of their retirement planning. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. They're more than just convenient, they're knowledgeable and experienced. To set up a meeting with Gary and Don Crawford and the Pinnacle Retirement Advisors team to talk about your retirement, call 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. One stop for a wealth of retirement solutions. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services, but does not provide tax or legal advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement with Pinnacle. I have a couple of wealth advisors in studio with us. It's Gary and Don Crawford from Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. We like to talk with you about money for about an hour every weekend. But before we get into the headlines and the things that are affecting your pocketbook, Gary, Don, how you doing? How are things at the office? Hey, good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, when I see you guys and I think money, the first thing I think about is inflation. But we'll, we'll do oh. the headlines in a second. It, y'all have some uh, dinner events coming up? We do. So if you are interested in getting to know us a little better or just maybe get some ideas going about maybe things that you're not already doing, we have some dinner workshops coming up at Ipanema Brazilian Steakhouse. And those workshops are on May 12th and May 26th. And if you're interested in either one of those, just give us a call or go to our website. You can call us at 352-320-2060 or go to retirementwithpinnacle.com. And you can request a reservation. And if we've got availability in those spots, we will definitely let you. Get yeah, they fill up to quick. One of those. They do fill up quick. So if you do request a reservation, that does not mean that you have a spot reserved. So you will get a phone call from the office as well just to confirm that reservation for you. But if you are interested, definitely go on there um, because I know that we've had quite a few people wanting to attend our next one coming up. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready for the ugly headlines? Sure. Oh, sure. What's going on now? Well, it's just more <laughs> more, more bad numbers uh, about inflation. So even the admitted doctored over cosmetic statistic that the government likes to give us has it over 8%. We're all feeling some of these other numbers uh, makes it feel more like at least 10% or so. So this is uh, a 40-year high. And Gary, no one needs anyone in the media to tell them inflation is high. Uh, we feel the gut punch every time we go to the grocery store. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, it's just really gone nuts, especially with meat. And I do a lot of the cooking around the house. So Dawn's pretty fortunate. She has this amazing looking fella that even cooks dinner. So uh, (laughs) anyway, but uh, I do most of the cooking, but meat prices went up 14.8% from last year. That was March. And it's nuts. I like to smoke ribs and cook steaks and all these things. And it's insane how much meat costs. And I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes at night I get a little hungry, get the late night munchies. And I'm like, I need a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch. And that's one of my go-tos, but breakfast cereal, it's almost 10% from what it was last year. And that's well, I crazy noticed, too. Yeah, when I had to buy it, cause I do the grocery shopping, it was like $6 a box. Yeah. I think Walmart's the way to go for cereal, but, uh, 
What's your cereal, James? I've had to switch over to those dog food bags. Like, <laughs> we don't have the regular box cereal anymore. Yeah, right. And they all have like suspiciously familiar sounding names. Like instead of Lucky Charms, it's like Fortunate Trinkets. <laughs> right. Well, hey, you got to cut corners somewhere in order to to be able to eat still right now. Well, it, look, we are having a hard time with it, but th- it has to be uh, almost a nightmare for people who are on a fixed income because that is a pay cut. And there's no help coming. There's no paycheck coming in. They have to live off of their assets. And how do you help people deal with that? No, yeah, that's true. Well, some people who are retired, some of them are having to go back to work. And typically when we hear of someone who's retired and they're going back to work, the reason is, is because they didn't want to sit around the house and they want to be with people and they want to socialize. But what we're seeing now with I think it's pretty much devastating. It's the greatest threat right now to an individual's retirement plan is not health care. It's not outliving their money. It's inflation. So unless you're Elon Musk, who's, you know, trying to buy out Twitter right now for what? $43 billion. Uh, something crazy. Eat. That guy's having a lot of fun right now. Right. He really is. He's, uh, he's been under thumb for a while and he's like, you know what? I'm going to show, but you know, it's crazy. If you've ever read about that guy kind of getting off track here, but he doesn't even own a home. Like he lives at his friend's houses. That's what it said. There was a whole write up about it. And I was like, man, that's just crazy. Huh? He could crash in my guest bedroom if he was yeah, around here. Yeah. Oh, like he's probably fun, but yeah, having him over. We got a good Tex-Mex place by here. <laughs> well, let's go back to what we were talking about. Let's get a little more serious here, guys. But focus, Gary. Yes. In March, the share of people over the age of 55 who are working or looking for a job was at 38.9%. So that's a large percentage right there. And then more than 480,000 people over age 55 have just recently entered the labor force during these past six months. And unfortunately, this trend is expected to continue for months on out here. So that's uh, scary that people age 55 or over are coming back into the labor force. How much of this do you think is because they want to versus they have to? I don't know. I I think a lot of people are out of it because majority of people 55 are still going to work for another 10 years. Not all of them, but the majority of them. Um, So maybe it was due to COVID and now things are opening back up. So people are going out and getting jobs again. I mean, everybody's hiring. So I think some of those numbers could be a 50 could be a little bit on well, that because as well. prior to the pandemic, I think the numbers were at like 180,000 that were over age 55 looking for jobs. So yeah, it now could be I figure they could get a job wherever they want. Pretty much. Yeah. You, you can, can pretty much pick it because work at Zaxby's and make 15, $16 an hour. Sure. Well, the problem with older people is we're expensive. Sure. Yeah. yeah, with benefits yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah, but, you know, it is sad to see because we have seen some people having to go back to work because they're scared. They are scared because they're like, okay, am I going to outlive my retirement savings? So before it gets to that point, while they're still able to work, they're like, let me get a part-time job at Walmart or, you know, somewhere Publix bagging groceries or somewhere. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening to the show today and you have any questions for us, Pick up the phone and give us a call at 352-320-2060 or retirementwithpinnacle.com. You can go right on there and schedule a call, an appointment. It doesn't have to be in the office. It can be a phone call. So if you're listening, give us a call 352-320-2060. All right, Gary and Don Crawford got another headline here. This is from the Society of Actuaries. 
one in five pre-retirees have reported financial shocks have reduced their assets by 25% or more. So there's um, 20% of us that have lost at least a quarter of our assets in the market. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, let's talk about last quarter of 2021. And that's really when we started to see, well, even a little before that, but that's really when this volatility came and kicked into play and all these geopolitical events and the Fed and the inflation and people's accounts are down. Let's face it. I mean, it's just across the board. Uh, the scary thing is I really don't see anything getting better soon. I mean, they did some sort of a, there might be a recession. There's like a 30 something percent in the next 24 months we see a recession, but that's not even a 50%. So that's not even a flip of a coin. I don't necessarily know that. I've read a lot and we've listened to some different things, but the volatility is going to continue as long as a lot of this is going on. And, and the Fed bumping up interest rates is just going to create some more issues, but it can create some opportunities for some people too. If they're using like fixed investments, retirees, like fixed annuities or CDs, those interest rates ought to come up a little bit for them. But I really think during the whole pandemic, kind of getting back to the cutbacks, people spent a lot of money because they weren't going anywhere. I mean, they became that was you know, their entertainment. Amazon shoppers yeah. or whatever. They fixed up their boats or their houses. So now everybody's traveling. I mean, we live here in Florida and we were trying to find some places to go on each coast for just a family trip. And it's like everything is completely booked through May, June, July. Uh, it's just nuts. Even so August, yeah. I don't really yeah. see the cutbacks there, but maybe it has people thinking too. But if you're retired or you're about to retire, you really need to have a professional look at your accounts, look at your situation, making sure that you have a sustainable income plan. So when the market trends do happen, because this is going to happen again, I mean, there's economic cycles, there's market trends, and you just want to make sure this is not affecting your lifestyle. That's the big thing, making sure that you have a plan set up for your sustainable income with no risk in it. So when these type situations come up, we can go through them without depending on that income or having cutbacks on our lifestyle. Yeah, well, not to be too pessimistic here, but I don't know when the next recession is going to be here, but there's going to be another recession. So in the fantasy scenario that you're my financial advisor, what's some just general advice you would give to the guy listening about how to be prepared for that next recession? Well, having financial shortfalls, we don't ever want to see that, right? But, you know, we've always been told even ourselves, hey, build an emergency fund. If something happens to you, you should have that anyways. Like if you're out of work, you know, for us, if we couldn't work for a couple months, we need to have uh, savings in place for something for that type of event. So I always say, hey, have an emergency fund that you can tap into. Another big thing is eliminate the debt. So I know people are like, okay, like, Gary said, what did we do? We shopped during the pandemic. Well, how many of the people shopped on credit cards? That's right. You know, we need to eliminate that debt. Yeah, eliminating debt is a big thing. But one thing people think of is their home is debt. And I really don't think of your home as debt. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to get it paid off. But if there are other things that are higher interest, obviously, those are the debt that you want to focus on. Oh, yeah. Credit cards, that yeah. sort of thing. And have a good inventory of all your assets so you know where you can turn for additional funds. Um, but with this, you also need to make sure that you have the right strategy when taking those additional funds because you don't want to be paying any unnecessary taxes, pulling them out the incorrect way. And then going back to what we talked about a little bit ago, consider a side hustle or a gig to help bring in extra income rather than borrowing to deal with a financial shock. So 
Yeah. If anybody wants to wash my truck once a week, <laughs> I'll hire you. Just uh, let me know. Give me a call today. Yeah. I mean, there's always, you know, the Ubers or the Instacarts. I mean, that's a great little side hustle. We actually had someone deliver groceries to our house the other day. I mean, he was in a Mercedes. He was driving a Mercedes. <laughs> a new one, too. Um, but, yeah. you know, maybe he's thinking, hey, I could use a little extra cash on the side there. Yeah. Why not? yeah I like the idea of uh, driving an Uber on a Saturday night just because I think it would be a hoot. I know you say that a lot. That is, it would be fun. Maybe you should do that. You, James. you are the personality that would do that, though, James. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, my truck is too old. I think you have to have a car that's like seven years old uh, or newer, and my trucks. You probably need to get like a Honda Civic or something. Yeah, no one wants to go around in a pickup. They don't have anything to throw in the back. Well, something that's, that's fuel efficient. Obviously, you could screw down some like lawn chairs in the back of it. Just, <laughs> it's a convertible. For nearly 20 years, we've been doing that, walking our clients through a thought-out process to help them come to the right decision for inflation, market volatility, and making sure your money lasts. Reimagine your retirement. If you're already retired or if you're going to retire in the next five years, we want you to pick up the phone and give us a call right now. 352-320-2060 or go to retirementwithpinnacle.com. All right, 352-320-2060, the website retirementwithpinnacle.com. Stick around, we'll be right back with more Retirement with Pinnacle. Of all the questions you get asked every day, this is one you should not ignore. How much money in your 401k or IRA is actually yours? Not what its current value is, but how much of it will end up in your pockets, not the government's. Remember, you still might owe taxes on that money. Make sure you are not overpaying. Keep every dollar you are entitled to. Look, I know it's confusing, it's complicated, and it definitely is not fun. That's why at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, we offer strategies to help make sure you're not paying more in taxes than your fair share. It's your money. You deserve to know what's at stake. Call our team at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors today to get started. 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. Do not do the IRS any favors. 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement with Pinnacle. I've got Gary and Don Crawford, their financial advisors at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. And uh, we're just going to be talking about money for the rest of the hour. And what they do is uh, they've broken down retirement into three phases. You know, we kind of consider retirement as like one phase of life, but it's smarter to break it up into three very distinct phases because it's not the same. Uh, what are the three stages of retirement that uh, that y'all like to break it up into, Don? Well, we call them the go-go years, the slow-go years, and the no-go or the won't-go years. So the go-go years, that's typically ages 65 to 75. And during these years, you're more likely to dine out, travel, attend social events, and other expensive activities. And so these are the years that will be filled with making more memories and surrounding yourselves with the things that you enjoy the most. So if your planning has been done to support this, by all means, go spend your money. That's right. Yeah, that's what we want to see. I mean, we try to tell our clients that all the time. And then the slow-go years, these are 
you know, the ages of 76 to 85. And during these years, you might still be living an active lifestyle, but the more costly expenses like traveling, those may start to lessen. Um, However, this is still a good time to focus on family, friends, and of course, your hobbies. The no-go years or the won't-go years, these are between the ages of 86 and 100. And during this time, medical costs and other health-related expenses are more likely to increase. And you really don't have much of a choice, but that's how your money is going to be spent. And at this point, it might be more difficult to get around. So traveling may be completely out of the picture. So now your quality time is spent face-to-face with loved ones without having to go very far. And we've seen some things that have been disturbing. Um, We had a client come in. She was 74 years old. She was a nurse in a prison. And she would have to travel to another city for work. And she, at the time, she wasn't a client, but she came in and she's like, you know, I don't want to be a burden to my kids. Right. I don't want to my kids to have to be responsible for my finances. And so her current advisor had never shown her, hey, you could retire because she had plenty of money to retire. She did not need to keep working. And it was really a sad story because she decided to go ahead and work with us. And one weekend she was on her way to work and she was hit and killed in a car accident. So she spent some of her go-go years just working. Just working because she didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was very unfortunate. I like the term the go-go years because one of the concerns I have when I retire is that I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to sit around and not have anything to do. And I, I don't know if I'll handle it. But it does kind of make sense that, you know, if you were physically capable of working in a full-time gainful employment one day and then you retire the next day, you're not going to be incapacitated. You're still going <laughs> no. right. to right. You want to do everything. Your- Yeah. You want to enjoy your money. You want to go out and do the things that you weren't able to do before or that you didn't have time to do before. Well, let's talk about the go-go years a little bit more then. How do you make that transition filling up your time? Because I hear the jokes from people who are retired. They're like, I don't know how I ever had time before. I'm so busy. We can't even get people in the office for reviews. Uh, So, you know, if people are concerned with how often do they talk to us, Hey, it's not on us. Yeah, <laughs> we try to review as, as much as we can, and it's funny because we actually have to force our clients sometimes. Hey, listen, it's been a while. We need to do a review, but yeah, it can be a transition. Um, we just recently had somebody that worked till age seventy and just retired this year, mm-hmm. and that was his big concern: is I think I'm going to have to work part time because there's no way I, I can't sit around. I'll go nuts. Um, and he was retired, what, maybe a month? And he realized, I there's no way I want to work part-time. This is ridiculous. Well, so, he tried working. He did try working part-time, but he's like, this isn't going to work out. No, this no, it's not. But like Dawn said, these the go-go years, these are like the memorable years. These are when you're creating, you know, the, the golden years, they call it your retirement. You know, we worked so hard. We've accumulated this money. Now we want to enjoy some of it. You know, this is where people are going out and saying, hey, we want to buy an RV. We're going to travel. We're going to go to all these different parks and really just get out there and do their thing. Um, whether it's domestic, international, whatever, people are traveling. They're enjoying their retirement. But again, it can be some of the most expensive years as well. So we need to make sure again, that we plan for some of these different things out. 
Yeah, it sounds like um, I, I would try and do the part-time job, something I wanted to do that wasn't really a job. Like if I was a captain on a fishing charter or, right. or I was a bartender <laughs> at like a bar that had a bunch of old regulars just hanging out like cheers. That would be fun. Yeah. yeah that's, so that's, that, that's kind of what I think about the go-go years. But now you got me thinking uh, about the guy who tried the part-time job and didn't like it. But when you add it up, that's about an extra 2,000 hours per year that you get back when you retire. So <laughs> I'm just interested in finding out how people feel that because I don't know how I'm going to do it. Anyway, we're talking with Don and Gary Crawford. Retirementwithpinnacle.com is their website. 352-320-2060. The next phase in retirement you have identified is the slow-go years. What can we expect in the slow-go years? Well, like everything else, we have to realize that it's coming, right? I will yeah, slow I mean, down eventually, yes. <laughs> yeah, the slow go, you know, those are going to be, and we just recently, again, had another RV story here, so I'll share it with you. Uh, with some clients, you know, turned 76, and the reason they're going to kind of the slow go stage is there are some health conditions that popped up, and traveling wasn't as comfortable as it used to be, uh, so they're recently selling their RV, um, say, hey, we have some money we need to invest because we're not doing this anymore, but you know, focusing on family is big. You know, uh, when our health starts to deteriorate a little bit with the chronic health condition, we start looking at family a little more closely. We've had so much fun over those last years. Uh, maybe we want to focus on our golf game a bit or pickleball or whatever it might be. But it's really taking that step back and just saying, okay, hey, you know, let's focus on each other. Let's focus on our families. Um, or in our friends as well, because yeah. not everyone's got children. But People that are close to you, people that mean the most to you. Yeah, this sounds like what my dad's in. My dad uh, had retired and was in the go-go years, but he had the first heart attack, which mm. we're just assuming it's not his last. My family likes to rack him up. Uh, so he had his first heart attack. So he's fine. He's mentally all there, but he's just slowed down quite a bit. So if we go do something, he's there, but he's usually just sitting on the side watching You know, the kids and the, the middle generation actually do the activity. So I see what you're saying with the slow-go years. But um, something that's creeping up on him now is he's starting to have to go to the doctor on a regular basis and Medicare is not covering everything and he gets a little bit of help from some insurance. But how much should we expect to uh, spend on health care in retirement? So according to Fidelity, an average 65-year-old couple can expect to spend an estimated $300,000 in health care while in retirement. And that's not including long-term care. So that sounds like a really high amount, but and let's say it's true. So what can you do to help lessen your financial blow or that financial blow? If you are still working and you have the opportunity to contribute to a tax-advantaged account, especially health savings account, then do it because these accounts enable tax-free spending on health care while you're in retirement. So if you're already retired and this health savings account is not an option, then really try your best to keep yourself healthy. And I know, you know, your dad's already had the heart attack, but stay active and try to eat the right foods. Take your medications as prescribed. Go to the doctor regularly. All these factors contribute to your health. Sure. You just don't want to go to the doctor that keeps prescribing you things. Okay. Maybe get a second opinion there. <laughs> yeah, it, that's one of the uh, the awakenings we've had, is, especially when you turn on the TV and you see people uh, say, well, we want Medicare for all. And they're not talking about Medicare for all, because what I've learned here is Medicare does have premiums. Medicare does have co-pays. You don't necessarily get to choose your doctor or your plan. And it doesn't cover everything, doesn't cover long-term stuff. So 
uh, Medicare has kind of been a, a little bit of a disappointment in, um, for at least my dad. And that, that's got me thinking about myself. I, I think I'm going to need something besides Medicare by the well, time I get 65. Yeah. Well, Medicare can work for most people if you're in the right plan. So like you said, you don't think your dad has the right plan. He needs to be reviewing that every year because those plans change. And of course your health changes. And that's why the government gives them the opportunity each year to look at these plans. Because if your dad has a chronic condition, there's Medicare plans, Medicare Advantage plans out there that cater towards those type of things that help keep his costs and his co-pays down. Um, so we can do those things. We can help you guys do those things. Look at over your Medicare supplements, your Medicare Advantage plans, your prescription drug plans, making sure exactly that you're in the right plan each year. All right. So that's Don and Gary Crawford. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors is uh, where you can contact them if you want them to help you with your financial planning and your retirement planning. The website's easy, retirementwithpinnacle.com. That's the name of the show. So retirementwithpinnacle.com. Doesn't get much easier than that to uh, remember. But look, if you've retired in the last five years or you're thinking about retiring in about the next five years, you probably should pick up the phone and give them a call. 352-320-2060 or retirementwithpinnacle.com. We're going through the three stages of retirement here. We've already done the go-go years and then the slow-go years. Coming up in the next segment, we're going to take a look at this final phase of retirement is the no-go years. I'm James Parker. This is Retirement with Pinnacle. For more information about Gary and Dawn and the team at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, visit retirementwithpinnacle.com to learn more. When you have errands to run, do you like to run all over town or do you try and make as few stops as possible? It's nice when you can get everything in one place, isn't it? The same is true for retirement planning. You shouldn't have to go one place for tax planning, another for estate planning, and another for retirement income planning. That's why Pinnacle Retirement Advisors was started. Gary and Don Crawford wanted to build a company that could help families with all aspects of their retirement planning. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. They're more than just convenient, they're knowledgeable and experienced. To set up a meeting with Gary and Don Crawford and the Pinnacle Retirement Advisors team to talk about your retirement, call 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. One stop for a wealth of retirement solutions. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services, but does not provide tax or legal advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement with Pinnacle. I've got Gary and Don Crawford. They're the financial advisors at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. 352-320-2060 or retirementwithpinnacle.com. We're running through this list here. They've broken up retirement into three phases and it's the go-go years. That's when you first retire and you're as active as you're going to be. Then the slow-go years. And that's where, you know, you're still out and about, not nearly as active as you were. But this last part doesn't sound very fun. Uh, The no-go years. But hey, we're all adults here. We should all be so lucky to get to this phase of life. But Gary, tell me about the no-go years. What's happening at this point in retirement? Well, sometimes I think Dawn might be in the no-go years already. Oh, <laughs> I'm playing with it. We, we like to hang out in our house. Oh, geez. But anyway, that's terrible. So the no-go years, you know, 
let me just kind of go over my papa. So my papa will be 98 years old in March. Wow. So yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I talked to my dad, my dad and I had lunch this weekend and my great aunt and uncle are 90 and 91, both of them, you know? So it's like, wow, everybody lives forever in my side of the family. Longevity. So it's scary. But um, so we better save a lot of money, right? Um, but my papa was pretty proactive with this. So they aged. I mean, when my nanny passed away, she was in her mid 80s and he was 86 at that time. And, you know, he was left with about an acre and a half, a multi-level home. And he became very proactive. He knew he wasn't going to be able to take care of the property. He wasn't going to be able to, you know, get in up and through the different levels of the house, you know, as he aged even more. So, you know, he became proactive, but he lost some different things. He lost income. You know, my nanny passed away. She actually had a pension and social security. So that was lost. Um, and he just knew again that over time he wasn't going to be able to take care of himself. So he actually went into an independent living facility. Now, I know this is not everyone's dream is to say, when I get older, I'm going to go into a facility because that's not what we want to do. Most people want to stay in their homes. But for him, he knew it wasn't going to be possible the years coming. Um, so he did get very proactive with that. But people just as they age, you know, again, mobility becomes an issue. Different things become an issue depending on where your families are at. So a lot of people, we're down here in Florida, so everybody, you know, migrates to Florida when they retire. And a lot of their kids are still up north. Now, some of them have families here, but really that's something we like to talk through when it comes to planning for some of these things. Right. Is really, you know, where would you want your care to be given? You know, do you want it in your home? Uh, would you relocate? We have some married folks that we meet with all the time as well. And, you know, if... Mr. Jones passed away. Mrs. Jones says, hey, you know what? We're going to move to, uh, I'm going back up north with the kids, whatever it might be. Um, so we just want to make sure that, again, that we've discussed some of this. Obviously, prior to this stage, you know, uh, a lot of people say, well, when should we start thinking about aging and, you know, that long-term health care? You know, when would she look at that? And the younger, the better. Uh, Dawn and I have been talking about it and we're in our mid-40s, you mm-hmm. know, should we start looking at this now, uh, which we have started looking at some of these things. But um, it is something that we want to make sure that, again, we're being proactive with with our planning because long-term care is very expensive. Uh, I think the national average right now for a facility is around $100,000 a year for full-blown nursing care. And Just think about that. If you're in full-blown nursing care for even like three years, because that was the end stage of your care and you were at home before that. That could wipe out almost all of your investments. My goodness. Yeah. yeah. So leveraging an insurance company's money is a no brainer. Um, we definitely want to look at that. And we see people of all different types. I mean, we see people that have accumulated more than others, but no matter how much money you have, if, if you have the opportunity to leverage somebody else's dollars, that's going to be important for you. Yeah, that sounds a lot like my grandmother. She lived a long time and she was in sort of an independent living facility. And uh, I've seen those, the one that she was in versus the ones that you get put in if you're just on Medicaid and having a little bit of cushion of money uh, was huge because her place. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't opulent, but it was nice enough. I asked if they would take a 35 year old back. <laughs> there. Sure. Yeah, and they wouldn't. They turned me down. But right. uh, yeah, I would much rather go out in the lifestyle that she was accustomed to versus some of these Medicaid houses that I've seen other 
people be stuck in. But like on your papa situation, is the whole family roped in on this? Like, do you know who's going to be his primary caregiver or like the power of attorney if something happens to him? Yeah, everything's been addressed at this point. Um, He's actually in an assisted living facility now. Uh, He has fallen a little bit and mobility is not good. He has neuropathy. He can't see, you know, it's just a mess. And, you know, I think he prays every day that God would just take him um, at this point. But, uh, you know, 98, just think about what he's seen over his lifetime with technology and everything evolving. It's just mind blowing. -blowing. He remembers the Great Depression. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure he does. Um, he was a war hero too. Uh, I won't get too off track here on that, but, uh, he was in the Korean war. He was also in world war II. He fought in battle of the bulge. Um, he also freed, um, prisoners from Auschwitz concentration camp over in Europe. So he's a hero. He, he has uh, a lot of, uh, different things that he was given through the, the military when he left the service and, um, he's definitely a hero. So Somebody that stands out in my mind, and I like to talk about him. Wow. Yeah. All right. So are you in on this plan? Like, is this a widely known plan, or is this just something that's known amongst the people who need to know? Does everyone know what's happening with uh, your grandpa? Like, does Don know? Yeah. I mean, we keep her, everybody stays up to date with it. He's in Toledo, Ohio. So he's, uh, we're down here in Florida. He's in Ohio. I have uh, two aunts that live up there. And they're always involved. My dad's always involved. And- yeah, I know that's the right thing to do. I just hear stories about people from uh, generations before us that don't like to talk about money so much. It's more of a private thing. And then people find out after they pass away what the plan is. And so, right. yeah, I think you got an exception there because my grandfather didn't talk about money at all. Either one of them. Yeah, well, that generation really didn't. No. You know, it was kind of a hush hush thing. Um, and. <laughs> We've seen that. I had a guy back in the day when I worked for Owens Corning before I even got into this business. Uh, my manager at the time, his father was a physician in Fernandina Beach, Amelia Island, uh, Florida. And when he passed, we went up there to clean the house out and we were searching for money in the house. We found money in suit jacket pockets, pant pockets, socks, coffee cans, um, cabinets all through the kitchen. There was just money put everywhere. So it it's crazy to think of the the mindset back then during the depression. And, you know, I think that just kind of went through time where it was something they didn't talk about. Um, but I think it's important for you to uh to Have talk family about family discussions, absolutely. Because let's face it, no one wants to talk about it with their families, but it's reality. And these things need to be discussed long before either your health declines or you end up in the hospital. So calling a family meeting um, is a priority. And if you have children all over the place, schedule a Zoom meeting or something of the sort and make sure that your family knows your wishes. I know Gary had spoke on that earlier, but if you have a long-term care policy in place, or even if you don't have one in place, write it down. Um, let your children know exactly, you know, or what you, an idea of what you have in mind for yourself. Not saying that's, you know, going to be the best situation for you, but at least they know what you wanted. Create some sort of plan. And that's what we tell our clients as well. Yeah. In our retirement atlas um, on the healthcare tab, if they have different insurances for it, whether they have long-term care insurance or not, we always encourage our clients to And we'll give them a little sample, a guideline how to do it, a guide how to do it. 
Um, but just write down how you'd want to receive your benefits or if you're self-insuring, hey, I want to stay at home as long as I can. If not, these are my next steps and these are my wishes. And I think that's super important uh, to be very transparent with that. All right. We're talking with Gary and Don Crawford of Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. If you got a question for the show or you want to get them at the office, 352-320-2060 or go to retirementwithpinnacle.com. All right. Uh, the longevity question. Let's say I'm going to live as long as your papa, 98 years old. How do I not run out of income? How do I not run out of money in retirement if I'm going to live to age 100? First of all, it needs to be sustainable. So what we need to look at is what are our sources of income and are they sustainable? Because you've probably heard me talk before about it. When people retire, I talk about desired income versus required income because a required income is a very boring retirement. You know, that just pays your basic necessities, but a desired income is going to give you the ability to have and enjoy those go-go years. Um, give you the ability to pay for your health care and, you know, maybe spend more time with family and vacation with family a little bit more during that next stage. Um, and then also help out with long-term care. But when a spouse passes, how are we replacing that income? So again, I think that we need to look at making sure that the tools that we're using for income do not have risk in them. I think that's super important. They're not dependent on interest rates or market performance, that we can count on those because they're sustainable sources. And then anything above that, obviously growing some of those things to make sure that we have the money to live the retirement that we want. All right. So now that we've gone through uh, the three stages of retirement, how does this help your clients understand the need to have a comprehensive plan for their retirements? Well, time is going to pass whether you have a plan or not, right? But by not having a plan, that should be keeping you awake at night. So the longer you wait, the fewer options you're going to have. And life as we know it is better when you have options, right? So one of our clients now, she was in, both her and her husband were in their late 60s. And she came to us because her advisor, who was also her mother's advisor, was not really keeping them up to date. Her mother was in a, an assisted living facility and she was in her 90s. And the advisor calls our client and says, hey, your mother only has $20,000 left in her investment accounts. And our client could not believe that this was the first time she was hearing from him about this. Right. And now she and her husband both retired early. They were in their late fifties thinking they had enough money. You know, she was, you know, didn't have a plan. She was spending her money. And when she came in, we didn't have to say, you know, she didn't only have one option like, hey, you're going to have to go back to work. <laughs> you know, that's the last option that you want sure. uh, is to have to go back to work in your 60s. But we caught her in enough time to where we're saying, OK, you are going to have to cut back on your spending a little bit. But you came to us in the right amount of time where you still have some options to go through. Right. Yeah, that's uh, huge. And it's unfortunate where people do not have the communication with their advisors because, you know, retirement is a journey really. And retirement planning is a process. And no matter if you're retired or you're still working as you're preparing for these things or just preparing for aging at all, things need to be tweaked and updated because your needs are going to change as you age and your plan needs to adapt to those needs. Uh, so we need to make those changes on that. But yeah, that situation, you know, unfortunately, we don't like to have client conversations where we say, no, hey, listen, you're going to have to cut back a little. We want people to really enjoy things. But 
again, we put them in a position to where now they have sustainable income. They know it's not going away. Yeah, they had to cut back a little bit. But she even said when she came in for review, like uh, last year, I think, that, you know what, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with where we're at right yeah, now because really I didn't need to be spending all that money and I'm still enjoying things. I'm still doing my Starbucks and all that. And, and she's still enjoying her retirement. It's just, again, we talked about at the beginning of this show, the budget conversation. And a lot of times we're just kind of throwing some of this money away on unnecessary things. And until we dial back and realize, hey, I'm still enjoying myself but I'm not throwing as much money out. I'm not wasting my yeah, money. Yeah. So it's uh Well, when you know your expenses are covered or you have that well thought out plan and you won't have to rely on your family to fill in those gaps. And I, I think that's a lot of people's concern, just like when that one client who passed away, you know, working because she didn't want to be a burden to her family. But what we can't stress enough is do it now. Don't wait until it's too late and you only have one option. The last thing you want is, of course, to be a burden on your family or your friends. Yeah, that's true. All right. So that's Don and Gary Crawford with Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. That's what they've been doing for the last 20 years. And if you're interested in what you just heard, maybe you should come through, check out their thought out process, maybe come to the right decision. If you've retired in the last five years or you're expecting to retire in the next five years, you should pick up the phone and give them a call right now. 352-320-2060 or retirementwithpinnacle.com. I'm James Parker. This is Retirement with Pinnacle. To attend one of Gary and Don's seminars or to schedule a meeting with the team, visit their website, retirementwithpinnacle.com for more information or call 352-320-2060. Of all the questions you get asked, Every day, this is one you should not ignore. How much money in your 401k or IRA is actually yours? Not what its current value is, but how much of it will end up in your pockets, not the government's. Remember, you still might owe taxes on that money. Make sure you are not overpaying. Keep every dollar you are entitled to. Look, I know it's confusing, it's complicated, and it definitely is not fun. That's why at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, we offer strategies to help make sure you're not paying more in taxes than your fair share. It's your money. You deserve to know what's at stake. Call our team at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors today to get started. 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. Do not do the IRS any favors. 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement with Pinnacle with Gary and Don Crawford. They're the founders of Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. We talk about all things money on the weekend here, and we're going to do a nice little segment on the top five scams to watch out for. You know, when we talk about the the risk to your money in retirement, the Wall Street Journal says the baby boomers biggest financial risk could be cognitive decline. And that's kind of scary because, you know, once your judgment starts slipping, it can go unnoticed for years. And that makes you really vulnerable to what we're about to spell out on this top five list here. So top five scams you should be aware of. Yeah, this is a good topic. But it can be a hard one to talk about because no one likes to feel foolish or naive. 
And one thing that might make you all feel better though, is that when it comes to those phishing emails, it's actually the millennials and Gen Z who tend to get tricked the most. So your kids and grandkids have even fallen for this stuff too. I thought they knew everything. Well, yes, they don't know. <laughs> All right. But do you guys see this? Do you see a, a lot of scams? Is this rare or is this fairly common for scams or elder abuse in retirement? I think it happens everywhere. I know we've seen it in our own family. I have a client that's up in Alachua and they had been clients of mine for probably 19 years. And her husband passed away. And as she'd been by herself, you know, I think she started developing a little brain fog. There were some cognitive issues mm -hmm. and she would call and be like, Gary, Gary, um, you know, Medicare called me and I changed my plan over the phone and now my doctor won't take it. And I said, you know, Medicare won't call you. Social Security is not going to call you. The IRS is not going to call you. There's so many different places that people are getting scammed from, but it's scammers that are out there doing it. Well, and that happened several times. I mean, her Oh, it happened probably four or five yeah, times. The exact same thing. People changing her Medicare plans mm -hmm. because they said they were from Medicare and they were just an agent or an agency trying to make money off of her. And another time, the same individual had somebody say they needed to come out and talk to her about her retirement plan because something was happening with the company. And she did call me and get me their information. They did not pull money from her accounts, but they were trying to get her to move her accounts that we had established. And she got me their information. I pulled them up on the Department of Financial Services website. It was a newer insurance agent and his wife who wasn't even licensed. And I was told from her that she was doing all the talking. And yeah, just crazy what's going on out there. So be aware of scammers. I think that's really a big reason why you need to find somebody you work with that you know, mm -hmm. and you can trust to sit with and, and that sort of thing. And if you have children... Yeah, it's good to introduce your children to your financial right. So advisor. I've been dealing with her daughter, who is very knowledgeable. Her husband's an attorney as well. So we've been dealing with them trying to just make sure that she's, you know, not answering the phone and replying to all these different things. But it's crazy, all these different scams that are out there. All right, so let's start walking through this list. When we talk about the top five scams, this is coming straight from the FBI. And here's some horrible stats here. They said in 2020, the Internet Crime Complaint Center received almost 800,000 complaints, reported losses exceeding $4 billion. So that's just wow. the ones we know about. How many that's people crazy. get scammed and don't tell anybody, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. uh, about 28% of that money loss, about $1 billion total. Uh, were losses from victims over the age of 60. So these people are not in really in a good position to make that money back. So at least they're tracking these things. And they've identified the FBI is warning us of several scams that show up again and again. You, you want me to just roll through the list here and we can start knocking these out one by one? Sure. sure yeah, let's yeah, do yeah. it. So the first scam is the romance scam. That's where someone pretends to be like a romantic partner. Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah, sometimes through Send a dating website. Yeah. They're really handsome, right? So these people are like, oh, these older women. Oh, yes, I need a boyfriend. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, my car is going to get repoed. Can you send me 400 bucks or whatever? Yeah. Uh, the next one is the tech support scam. Scammers are posing as tech support reps to offer to fix you know, computer issues that are probably non-existent. Oh. I've actually seen this a number of times with clients and prospective clients coming in the office. And I've even told them, listen, do not use them. Well, I only paid him like uh, $350 and I'm like, wow, for another $300, you could have bought another computer. So it's tough. Yeah. 
Yeah, that happened to my father-in-law two years ago. Oh, no. Uh, grandparent scam, which isn't necessarily a grandparent per se, but a, a scammer poses as a relative of some sort. But usually it's a grandchild claiming to be in immediate financial need. There's also the government impersonation scam. I think that's what you talked about with the, the Medicare call. Oh, yeah, the, the Medicare, the IRS. I mean, I've gotten calls. Oh, the Social Security. Yeah, Social Security is never going to call you. That's yes, right. but the scammer poses as some sort of government employee, and that's what falls under number four here on the FBI's top five scam list. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's also uh, number five, the the sweepstakes, the the charity lottery scam. You've just won a prize. You know, the scam, yeah, the scammers claim that they work for some charitable organization or like a publisher's clearinghouse. You've won a big prize, but in order to collect it, like in order to collect your new BMW, you've got to pay the taxes on it or something to that effect. Or or maybe you just need a fee so they can process it or ship it to you. So those are the top five scams, just generally speaking. Gary, what's the biggest red flag that you might be dealing with a scammer? I really think it's just, well, first of all, we just went over a few things. So just always keep in mind, if you're listening today, Social Security will never call you. Medicare will never call you. The IRS will never call you. They always Your mail. utility company will never call you. That's another one. They're not going to call you. Okay. So if somebody's being pushy and they're saying, hey, listen, you need to pay this, or they're creating this whole emotional conversation on the phone or fear we're going to take your house and you're going to be levied and you're going to have an attorney whatever you need to call one of your kids okay uh, call one of your kids call your financial advisor we get calls on a regular basis Mm -hmm. i mean not every day but we do get calls on a regular basis for this so definitely hang up the phone Call somebody you know and talk about it. Don't just, you know, get sucked into some of these well, things. Well, I think a lot of another red flag is if they start asking you for bank account information, uh, your social security number, credit card numbers, um, gift cards. We've seen things like that too. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right. There's a lot going on there, and some of these sound really familiar. I've just noticed in my personal life, a few people who have been hit with a couple of these scams. You almost see it on a pretty regular basis. We actually saw it last year with some friends that we were going to an event. go to a motocross event with. And she thought she was calling Ticketmaster. And the number that she called was obviously some scammer. It was defaulted. Yeah. And they actually had her drive to the store, get a, I want to say it was a Google gift card and give them the number. And she was out $400 just like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. All right. So I want to add one more scam that we should probably discuss today. And that's the family slash caregiver scam. So this is like when you have a relative acquaintance or someone taking advantage of someone vulnerable while they're supposed to be air quotes helping them. So how can uh, working with a financial professional help provide some protection against that? Well, I have to say, unfortunately, with this one, I've been involved with some of the aftermath of these a few times. And we've also been able to intervene prior to some things happening, which is important. But having that relationship with an advisor that specializes in aging is key. So again, we're retirement advisors and, and we work through your retirement, but we also help you with some of the resources that are in our community to make sure that there may be caregiver support groups, different things like that. So staying connected, I think, is the biggest thing. But again, I mentioned it before, when a member of your family knows your advisor, and I'm not talking just one of the kids, maybe 
a few of them, if it's your grandchildren, if it's a brother or sister, somebody that you can kind of count on and you say, hey, this is the person I want to help with some things. It can prevent maybe a rogue family member or somebody coming out from the woodwork and just taking advantage or abusing the parent. I mean, we've seen abuse as well. And it's crazy what money can do to people. I know. They Even just kind of keeping families them. and that sort of thing. I've seen it firsthand. Yeah, I, I've seen it over in Lakanto one time. Uh, this girl kept her mom kind of locked up in a bedroom, you know, and was taking her social security income and just living her normal life. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy what it does. But our firm is actively involved in our communities, the resources, like I said before, support and education programs. And we can guide you to some of those And as an advisor, you must keep in touch with your clients. That is key as well, especially as they're getting up there in age. Sometimes our clients, as they can't get up there, they can't come to the office and they're they're up there in age. I mean, from time to time, I'll leave the office and go do a review at their homes. And I think that's just important because we want to see what's going on. You know, are there any strange activities happening on their accounts or maybe unusual requests that are being made, like distributions from accounts that aren't normal? And we can kind of look at those and flag them and then, you know, follow some of the processes that we have in place to address these situations. Yeah. So this, this sounds really complex when you have fraudsters. Then on top of that market volatility, you, we've seen what the stock market's been doing lately. You have inflation, you have taxes, you have healthcare costs going out of control. There's a lot on the plate to make sure our money's going to last in retirement. How do you weave all this together? Well, I think that's like what we've been talking about today Planning and ahead. Every show, planning ahead yeah, is the biggest thing. I mean, these are things that we've discussed before, situations that can happen or will happen or could happen to most of us during retirement and creating processes that address the what ifs before they even happen. I mean, I know if it's fraudsters, that's something that's unexpected, but I mean, Gary is always saying, we help you solve your problems before they happen. And if you think about that statement, That's something that every advisor should be addressing. Yeah, that's true. At some point, if you have a little bit of a cognitive decline, do you need to get like a co-signer? So anytime you have a major move, someone else has to approve it. Is is that a thing? Well, you want to have a family member that you can count on as a power of attorney, a durable power of attorney that can help you make some decisions. And we're involved with that process as well. And a lot of times what we'll see is that decline starting and happening. And we make sure it's okay with our clients, but we usually start getting the kids involved. And a lot of times we're the ones initiating that phone call to the kids. Yes. And that's why we say it's so important. And we're always suggesting to our clients when their children are in town to just have them stop by our office just to meet us. That way, if something like this happens in the future, that we can just call them and say, hey, you need to go see mom or you need to go see dad because things are starting to look like they may have some a cognitive issue. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, is a lot of times the kids don't see it. We'll see it first because some of these people are really good at covering it up. In front of their children. In but, front of the children. But we also know what to look for. Right. That's true. So yeah, definitely. I mean, that's going to be a huge thing is, is if you see that decline, reach out and get help, especially if it's your spouse, because a lot of times we just want to take care of our spouse. And we don't look for resources or or maybe we're embarrassed or something. I don't know what it might be, or we don't want to admit this is happening. But especially here in Marion County, I mean, we are involved. We've helped, you know, educate people. There's caregiver support groups in almost every community. And if there's not one in yours, there's one that can help you. And I know there are some people that don't have children. So even getting a close friend that you trust 
can also help you assist with that. Sure. All right. We're talking to Gary and Don Crawford. The phone number, if you want to talk to them on the show or talk to them at the office, 352-320-2060. The website is retirementwithpinnacle.com. And they've been doing this for around 20 years, taking clients through their process. And look, it's not just about helping you from scams. Anything in the financial world, it's a holistic approach. So if you have uh, just recently retired or maybe you're planning on retiring in the next five to 10 years and you know you need to do some planning, I want you to pick up the phone. Give them a call right now, 352-320-2060, the website retirementwithpinnacle.com. On the website, you can find information about some upcoming events that they do from time to time. So be sure to check that out. Again, the website is Retirement with Pinnacle. It's easy to remember because that's the name of this show, Retirement with Pinnacle. All right, Gary and Don Crawford, thank you very much for spending some time with us this weekend. Uh, let's go enjoy the rest of our week, and we'll come back and do this again. All right. Thanks, Dave. All right. And thank you very much for hanging out with us. You've been listening to Retirement with Pinnacle. Do you need a second opinion on your retirement plan? You can't get a second opinion from the one who gave you the first. So call Gary and Don Crawford at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, LLC, is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, LLC, are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors LLC is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, LLC. This radio show is a paid placement. For more info, visit retirewithpinnacle.com. When you have errands to run, do you like to run all over town or do you try and make as few stops as possible? It's nice when you can get everything in one place, isn't it? The same is true for retirement planning. You shouldn't have to go one place for tax planning, another for estate planning, and another for retirement income planning. That's why Pinnacle Retirement Advisors was started. Gary and Don Crawford wanted to build a company that could help families with all aspects of their retirement planning. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. They're more than just convenient, they're knowledgeable and experienced. To set up a meeting with Gary and Don Crawford and the Pinnacle Retirement Advisors team to talk about your retirement, call 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. One stop for a wealth of retirement solutions. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services, but does not provide tax or legal advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Of all the questions you get asked every day, this is one you should not ignore. 
How much money in your 401k or IRA is actually yours? Not what its current value is, but how much of it will end up in your pockets, not the government's. Remember, you still might owe taxes on that money. Make sure you are not overpaying. Keep every dollar you are entitled to. Look, I know it's confusing, it's complicated, and it definitely is not fun. That's why at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, we offer strategies to help make sure you're not paying more in taxes than your fair share. It's your money. You deserve to know what's at stake. Call our team at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors today to get started. 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. Do not do the IRS any favors. 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC.